0: Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as
1: always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, I'm just going to take a little stretch here, and I'm going to take a little yawn, and I'm just going to tell you, I am very, very, very relaxed. Yes, I'm very relaxed. Now, why am I very relaxed? I'm supposed to be like upbeat. I'm supposed to be like, you know, at the top of my game because I'm doing radio for you right now, but I am very, very relaxed. Why am I so relaxed? Because I took a little vacation. I did. I took a little time off. I did a little little me time. I took the wife. I took one of my kids. We went down to a place called Mexico. We went to an island in Mexico called Cozumel. Some of the best scuba diving in the world occurs right off the beaches of Cozumel. And I tell you, my son, my daughter, my daughter didn't go. My daughter stayed home. My daughter doesn't scuba dive. Yeah, and she had some other things to do, so she didn't go. So she stayed home and watched the dogs, which which I was cool with. You know, if, if she doesn't want to go hang out in one of the most beautiful places in the world, that's okay with me. But my son wanted to go because... Well, he loves to scuba dive, and he's actually working on becoming a dive master. So this gave him an opportunity to get into the water and get some additional dives under his belt, which just makes it better for him as he continues his studies to be a dive master. Now, Mrs. Gordon, she went, but she doesn't scuba dive. She did a little snorkeling. We had some fun snorkeling around in in the beautiful, crystal clear waters off of Cozumel, and she had an opportunity to just kind of hang out now my wife she's one of those people that she's okay hanging out by herself as a matter of fact she has some of the best time just hanging out by herself now i know some of you people think that's that's a little weird now why do you go to a beautiful place and hang out by yourself well because of people you know people are the biggest source of problems in your life biggest source of problems in my life biggest source of problems in everybody's life because People have independent thought. People have the ability to come and go, do as they please, especially in the land of America, right? And even when you get outside of America and you go to a beautiful place like Cozumel, Mexico, people have independent thought. So what did I do down in Cozumel, Mexico that got me so darn relaxed? Well, I scuba dived. I got in 10 different dives. I just started off with a short... note. this is just for the scuba divers out there. I know the rest of you are bored by listening to all this, so I'll do it real fast. We'll get through it, okay? But for the scuba divers, this is what we did. We did a shore dive, okay? We did it over by the Casa Del Mar Hotel area. You know where that's at? Okay, so we dove over there, and then the next four days, we did boat dives. We did uh, boat dives from the southern tip of the island up to about the midpoint of the island on the west coast. You know what I'm talking about, those of you that scuba dive, right? We did... uh, columbia we did the santa rosa reef uh, paradise reef was close for those of you that are that are wondering um we did a night dive it was it was just gorgeous it was gorgeous so we got 10 different dives in and i will tell you when you go under the water and you are submerged in the ocean and you can see literally 100 feet in any particular direction and you're surrounded by massive fish and small fish and nurse sharks and barracuda and shrimp and crabs and and nurse sharks and oh yeah not to mention the turtles i saw a turtle on every dive as a matter of fact the biggest turtle i saw this thing was i think they call it a loggerhead turtle this thing must have been about seven feet tall yeah I mean if you were to stand it from nose to tail it was bigger than I was it had this this massive cut in the back of its shell so you know that as a young turtle it got hit by a boat propeller or something that they kind of messed it up but it didn't kill it because this thing was sitting at the bottom of the ocean and it was chewing on this massive conch shell it was eating and I got to sit there and watch it feast on conch and I will tell you I've never experienced that before it was like the coolest thing in the world and the, and the turtle was kind of like just sitting there eating and he knew we were there he knew we were there I I think he knew he was putting on a show for us and you know what he was okay with it and we were okay with it and after we watched him kind of chomp down that conch shell we just went ahead and continued with our drift dive and we continued along our way but each time each time I went under the water each time I found myself in this very very quiet place surrounded with nothing but my thoughts and my thoughts my thoughts are all my thoughts. My thoughts are the thoughts that I think. And my thoughts were very calming in that environment. Now, I will tell you this. I went scuba diving with a lot of other people. Yeah, there were 13 other people besides myself that were scuba diving with me. We went down with a group of 20 people. Not everybody scuba dives. So six people didn't scuba dive. 14 of us did. And here's the crazy thing. Out of the 14 of us that actually scuba dived, Only two of us, two of us are actually retired. Now, one of us, one of us is 74 years of age. He's retired. He actually used real estate to get himself to a place of retirement. But here's the crazy thing. I kind of noticed that he works in his business. He doesn't work on his business. He works in his business. And here's the other thing I noticed. The type of real estate that he invests in is a different type of real estate that I invest in. So we kind of compared and contrasted and we talked a little bit about the different modalities of investment. And here's what I told him. I said, "You probably ought to consider real estate in the form of hard assets." Well, the reason I told him hard assets is because he tends to invest in personality Well, personal tea is is actually like mobile homes. They don't actually become real estate unless you permanently affix them to the ground. So as a result of that, you don't get all the same advantages that I get by investing in apartment communities. And here's the other problem with personal tea. It tends to go down in value. The personal tea itself actually reduces in value because it wears out, whereas maybe the underlying land could go up in value. Now, the one thing he's doing right is he is renting out those units. Now, some of you older people, you remember reading Thoreau, probably in high school, maybe in college. Some of you younger people, maybe you've never heard of Henry David Thoreau. He published a book called Walden, and it was it was a bestseller. In that book, he used that term, quiet desperation. And quiet desperation refers to the condition of feeling trapped or, or unfulfilled in life while outwardly appearing composed and uncomplaining. I used to live a life. Of quiet desperation in my time in the United States Army I lived a life of quiet desperation I did not make as much money as I really felt I needed to make but I made enough money to sustain my household in the on the inside on the inside I was falling apart I was falling apart but on the outside I look fine. I look like the typical army officer, calm, in control of the situation, never saw me sweat. Yeah. So let's talk about this quiet desperation because you may be experiencing quiet desperation. I mentioned to you that I went scuba diving with 13 other people and only one of them was technically retired. The other 12 are working and they're working hard or they're trying to find work they're trying to work hard they're giving off an impression that everything is fine in their life but when you sit down and you have lunch with them you start talking to them about the day-to-day issues of their life you start to hear the quiet desperation come out and here's why it's it's really hard to contain it it's hard to hide it quiet desperation signifies a state of silent suffering often experienced by individuals who are unable to pursue their true desires and passions, instead leading a life of monotony or conformity. Yeah, I know what that's like because I did it. And in 2017, I had had enough of it. I had enough of living a life of quiet desperation. I needed something in my life, something that could create a catalyst that would change some of the conditions in my life. And by changing some of those conditions in my life, it would allow me to stop suffering, stop sitting in a state of silent suffering that nobody was allowed to see. But I knew it was going on and I could feel it. And because I've been one of those people, I can spot it. I can smell it out from across the room. I know what people are like. I do because I'm a people myself. Technically, I'm a person, right? Okay. Well, I don't know. In today's terms, in today's terms, who knows, right? Who knows? But here's the point I want to make. You don't have to live a life of quiet desperation. You don't have to do it. You could make a decision today to change your life, to change the conditions of your life, to choose to do something a little bit different that would would allow you, allow you to actually pursue your desires, and your passions in life. At Lifestyles Unlimited, we are designed to help you achieve that. You didn't know that. You thought thought all this is, it's just about real estate. It's all about going and buying real estate, owning and operating real estate, right? Making a bunch of money, right? Becoming wealthy beyond your life's desires, right? You thought that's what this is all about, right? No, this is about curing your quiet desperation. This is about changing a dynamic of your life that needs to be changed. You do not have to continue doing what you're doing. You can make a decision today to change it. It's as simple as that. Now, my suggestion is you go check out Lifestyles Unlimited. You go to lifestylesunlimited.com. Go see what they have to offer you. I did it. I checked it out. I was skeptical, very skeptical. But you know what? They put my skepticism to rest because they gave me solid information about how I could change my life. How I can move away from a place of quiet desperation into a place where I no longer have it, where I can sense it around me, but I don't have to experience it myself. You can have that too. Henry David Thoreau was an American writer, a philosopher, a naturalist, and he was known for his, well, some of his views and his exploration of simplicity and self-reliance. In his book, Walden, he documented his experiences living in solitude in a cabin near Walden Pond for two years, two months, and two days. That's a long time, living in solitude. And during this time, he contemplated various aspects of life, society, and human experience, including the concept of quiet desperation. Now, that phrase has since become a widely recognized expression used to describe the emotional struggles of people like you, like me, Who are unable to pursue their dreams or who are dissatisfied with their current circumstances but choose not to vocalize their discontentment openly they choose to bottle it up they don't want people to judge them they don't want people to think that there's something actually wrong in their life and here's the problem with quiet desperation it will tear you apart it will rip you apart from the inside out because you are so busy putting on a big facade to the world that everything's fine here. Everything's golden here. But inside, you know, you're struggling financially. You know, you're struggling with your job. You may be struggling with your marriage. Maybe you're struggling with relationships, relationships with your spouse, relationships with your children, relationships with your coworkers, relationships with people that live in the area around you. Maybe you're just you're just tired of being in quiet desperation. How do we solve this? How do we get you from a place where you're at now to a place you're trying to get to, which has no quiet desperation? Well, there are some solutions. And I will tell you this, one of the most significant changes you can make in your life is to change your financial situation, period. End of story. When you change the financial component of your life for the better, other things will also follow. When we come back from the break, we're gonna get into what you should do. Stick around.
0: Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The real estate investor radio show continues next. Lifestyles Unlimited success stories. If you got laid off tomorrow, what would you do? Would you have to be working at McDonald's or wait
1: to try and find another job with the downsizing the economy? Kept on coming to meetings, even with David Fisher online and stuff like that, but still we just like we need to make the jump. So we kept praying for time to get this job done to, to be able to find the properties. How do we find the properties? How do you find the time? And God answered our prayers and he got downsized from his corporate job. This house was a dog. And through the rehab, I think we turned it into a little pony. You
0: bought the house for
1: $73,000. Correct. And your appraised value actually is
0: $144,000. You put in 45 worth of work. So that leaves you a net equity of 11000 with a return on capital gain of seventy. The cash flow is $458 a month for a cash-on-cash return rate of 35%. Join us this month and learn from people just like you. Check in-person and online dates at lucasestudy.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles
1: Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon. And as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And I will tell you, my producer, Rick, he's working on your financial freedom, too. Because at the break, I actually found out something about Rick I didn't know. Rick is a very learned man. He's a very learned man. What does that mean? It means back in high school when when they would tell us to read stuff like Thoreau and, you know, they'd hand me the book and I'd look at the book and I'd read the cover of the book. Maybe I'd turn it over if there was something on the back, maybe I'd read the back. And that's probably about as far into the book as I got in high school. That, that was kind of how I approached reading in high school. Rick, on the other hand, he's the guy that would take that book and he would read it from cover to cover and he would absorb all the information. So, fundamentally at the break, he and I were actually talking about Thoreau, and we were talking about this, this concept of quiet desperation. And I said, Rick, well, what do you, what do you think? Do you think people really are understanding, you know, if they're in this, this quiet desperation mode? And he said, I don't know, Al, I really don't know. And I said, well, do you think it might help if I give him some examples? And he said, couldn't hurt. So let's do that. Let's, let's give you some examples of people that are actually living lives of quiet desperation. And and the reason I'm doing this is not to put you down, but it's to give you a comparison. Because if any of this stuff sounds like maybe you're doing it too, chances are you're living a life of quiet desperation. I'm just telling you it needs to change. You don't have to be that way anymore. So let's talk about a guy, let's call him oh let's pick a name like John. So let's say John works a stable office job. He gets he gets decent pay, but he's always dreamt of becoming a professional musician. So due to uh, societal expectations and financial responsibilities, he feels obligated to continue his current job, suppressing his passion for music. Despite putting on a composed exterior, he experiences quiet desperation, longing for a different path in life. Can, Can you relate to John? Can you? All right, maybe not, John. How about Mary? Let's talk about Mary for a minute. Because I know there's some Marys out there in my audience. Mary, now she's a stay-at-home mom, and she's dedicated to raising her children. Now, while she loves her family, she had once aspired to pursue a career in art. Now, she feels unfulfilled and wonders what her life could have been if she had pursued her passions. She silently carries her feelings of regret and missed opportunities deep inside of her heart. Do you feel like Mary? Do you? Some of you do. I know this for a fact. How about Alex? Well, Alex, he's an elderly individual who retired from a corporate career. Yeah, this guy actually made it to the place of retirement. And during his working years, they never, never had an opportunity. When I'm saying they, he and his wife, never had an opportunity or the time to explore their love for travel and adventure now as alex looks back on on his life he has a sense of quiet desperation because his wife is no longer here she's gone all the opportunities all the opportunities to do certain things with her have left with her and it's leaving him a life of quiet desperation How about Sarah? Well, Sarah grew up in a conservative environment where her dreams of pursuing a non-traditional career in science were discouraged. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that. Don't worry about it. Don't read too much into it. Instead, she followed the expected path and became a teacher. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but back when I was a kid, boys were expected to be in the military, go work in the fire department, go work in the police department, women were expected to either be in the homes or if they weren't in the homes, they were expected to do jobs like be teachers or nurses. Those were jobs that were associated with women. I know what I just said might offend some of you and it's not my intent to offend you. I'm just telling you what life was 40, 50 years ago. Okay. So are we cool with that? All right. So Sarah became a teacher and all this she enjoys teaching a part of her always felt unfulfilled. And she wonders what her life would have been like had she pursued her passion for scientific research. How about a guy by the name of Michael? He's a successful entrepreneur. He's built a thriving business. Yeah. He's got money coming in on the outside. He seems to have it all, but he sacrificed his personal life, neglecting his relationships and his hobbies in pursuit of his career. Yeah, he put all his eggs in one basket, all of them. And deep down, he feels isolated and unconnected, longing for more meaningful human connections. Okay, there it is. Five different examples of quiet desperation. Did did any of them resound with you? I'm sure one of them did, maybe more than one of them did. And if not, I could give you more examples until you find the example that relates to your particular situation but I'm not worried about your particular situation. What I'm more worried about is explaining to you that there is a path that will get you away from a life of quiet desperation, a path where you can become a successful real estate investor. And you're thinking, wow, wait a minute, dude, you're talking about having these jobs, you're talking about having all these relationships, you're talking about all these things of life, and then all of a sudden you just transition right into real estate investing? Yeah, it's kind of weird, huh? Kind of weird, but check it out. Real estate investing provided me an avenue that nothing else provided me. It provided me an opportunity to invest my hard-earned money into assets that produce excellent rates of return for me, all legally, all fairly done, and in return for those returns, I have changed my life. I have transitioned away from having to work for somebody else. I have transitioned away from having other people control my life. I have transitioned away from all of these things that are impacting you now because I don't deal with them anymore. And the reason I did that was because I needed to, I wanted to, I desired it. I'm telling you this, this is the real deal. Folks, quiet desperation will, will just, it will tear you down. It will destroy you i have i have been a victim of quiet desperation and here's the crazy thing about it you don't even know you're dealing with it it's it's kind of like a cancer that's been undetected you have no idea that it's in there destroying your body but it's in there destroying your psyche it's destroying your will it's destroying everything about you 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 find it hard to get up every morning you find it difficult to go about doing the things you're supposed to do on a daily basis because you would rather do something else. So, why do you do that? For 99.9% of you, it's for the income streams. You're trading time for money. Even the lady that I said was a stay at home mom, even she, even she is reliant on an income from her husband. She does not stay at home all by herself. And if she was a single mother, she would probably put it, be putting her kids into daycare and going to work, working one, possibly two, maybe three different jobs in order to sustain that household. That is a difficult place to be in, in our country. It's a difficult place to be in, in our lives. But real estate investing, when done correctly, can change all of it. A hundred percent of it can be changed. How do I overcome a life of quiet desperation? That's the question. The solution Passive income. See, one of the problems that you have is you have something called active income. What does that mean? It means you're actively trading time for money. You're actively going and doing something for somebody else that they either they can't do for themselves or they just don't want to do for themselves, so they're paying you to do it. And as a result of that, they're in control of your life. They're in control of your life. They are in control of your life. You heard me correctly. How did they get that control? Well. They offered you money, and you thought that was a good deal. You thought that was a great solution to whatever problem you had at the time. Maybe you didn't have a job at all. Maybe you were living on your mom's couch or in the basement, right? So the point I'm trying to make is that you are working for active income. You're trading time for money. As a result of that, you've given up control of your life. What passive income does for you is it gives you back the control while still producing the money that you need. Okay. So what does passive income give you something called financial stability? I went and I bought an asset. I bought an asset and I made that asset, the nicest asset in that particular area. And then I made it available for rent for people that are looking for nice assets to live in. So when I have somebody living in one of my properties, They understand our business relationship. It is a fair, equitable business relationship. People need places to live in this country. People do not like living on the streets. They do not like it. Go ask a homeless person how much they like living on the streets. So when you've got this passive income coming in, it's paying you. And you're using that cash flow to cover your expenses in life. Now, it doesn't all come right at the beginning. So what I'm telling you is that you're going to have to probably keep your job for a while. Remember, I'm telling you this is a five-year plan. I'm not telling you it's a five-minute plan. It's a five-year plan. You might have to keep your job for a while. But here's the, can- here's the thing. We're going to reposition what you are doing for so-called investing, and we're going to have you actually invest in real tangible assets that pay you five different ways. They pay you cash flow. They pay you equity capture. They pay you natural appreciation they pay you principal pay down you get the benefits of depreciation which is a huge tax benefit against the income that you make on the property which allows you to take all of that income without paying taxes and then when you decide to dispose of the property you can sell it and pay the capital gains taxes or or the government gives you an opportunity to defer to the taxes it's a pretty cool thing and here's the thing i want you i want you to have a work-life balance I want you to stop worrying so much about what other people see in you and start seeing what you see in you. Start having a little freedom of choice out there. Do things that make you happy. At the end of the day, we're going to get you on a glide path to buying assets. And that first asset is going to be the most difficult one. You know why? Because you've never done it before. But we're going to make it as easy of a process as possible. So you're going to get that first asset. And you're going to see that this works, that that first asset going to start paying you money. And then we're going to get you into another asset. And you're going to see that it worked again, that it's paying you money. And then we're going to get you another asset and another asset and another asset and another asset. And before you know it, it's going to be five years and you're going to have all the assets that you need to cover your expenses of living. And you're going to have a choice to make. This is a big choice. Do I continue to work because I actually love what I'm doing? Or do I walk away from work because I actually don't only, you know, what's in your heart because that quiet desperation is putting on a big facade across your face. But I know having been a victim of quiet desperation, I can tell when people are going through it and I saw it, I saw it in Mexico this entire last week. Now, I had some conversations with different people. I planted little seeds. I let them know that there is a path for them. And I opened a doorway for them. But it's up to them to walk through the doorway. So guess what? It's up to you. I have opened a door for you. I have opened a door and I'm asking you to go through it. If you do what we suggest you do at Lifestyles Unlimited, you yourself can find yourself at a place of retirement in five years or less. It's not a smokescreen. So, I'm not blowing smoke up your chimney. I'm telling you the real deal. And for many people, it doesn't even take the whole five years. Look, if you want to do what I'm telling you to do, if you want to walk through that doorway, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going.